Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. What is up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mile podcast. We are officially almost halfway through March. And I hope that you are not panicking. I feel like around this time of year, people start to realize like, oh shoot, (laughs) summer is around the corner. I haven't even gotten started on my new year's resolutions. The year is gone and I might as well start next year. Don't panic. It is okay. The best time to start whatever it is you want to do is right now. And I also want to encourage you to stop participating in the whole where is time going conversation. I realized that that makes me feel very anxious and that I am not living in the present moment and that too much time has gone and I'm too late to get started. Whenever someone says that, I just say, yeah. Mm -hmm." And I smile and nod. I don't agree. I don't bring it up anymore. It's not filler conversation. I really am not ever talking about the time anymore. Like, where is it going? It's going exactly where it's always gone. And it's moving as quickly as it always has and ever will. I want to just focus on where I'm at right now and work with what I've got. So I want to encourage you to do the same and not get caught up in this whole, where is time going with everyone that's not doing what they want to do with their lives. This is your life. It's up to you. Use right now with what you've got. All right. So today I want to talk to you about a few ways to calm down, either when you are stressed or when you're anxious, or if you're having a rough go at work, whatever it is, I want to give you seven practical tips to help calm yourself down because don't we all need a few practical ways to calm down in this fast and furious world? The first one, which may not come to you as a big surprise is breathe. So when you're anxious, you tend to take quick, shallow breaths. This sends a message to your brain to activate 
flight or fight response. So in short, what happens when your body is in fight or flight mode, there's a chemical response happening that tells your adrenal glands to release the stress hormones, adrenaline, and cortisol. And when this goes unchecked for too long and happens too frequently, there are all kinds of side effects that induce stress and potentially cause the desire to overeat, causes high blood pressure, low sex drive, weakened immune system, insomnia, headaches, depression. Obviously, those are not places we want to be operating from. You cannot make clear decisions when you're in that state. So breath work probably sounds too easy to solve any problems, but if you haven't practiced it, then you are missing out on one of the simplest, most immediate ways to relieve stress. So think about taking a few deep breaths when you are feeling anxious or stressed in three parts. One is a deep inhale hold it at the top, and then make your exhale twice as long and really pay attention to your body. Do this at least six times and you will feel an immediate release of tension with each breath. My second tip is go on a walk. Walking is by far the most underrated form of exercise and stress relief. I honestly cannot think of a time that I was feeling anxious or frustrated that going on a walk didn't improve my mood. I always come back from a walk feeling more centered, relaxed, and calm. So the temperature and air circulation in a room can actually increase your anger or anxiety. So if you're someone who works at a desk job, getting outside even for a five-minute break where you can circle the building or the parking lot is going to help reset your nervous system. Whatever you do, don't just sit there and stew. Fresh air is going to help calm you down and a change of scenery is going to help interrupt your anxious thoughts. Okay, my third tip is to challenge your thoughts. Our minds are so strong and powerful. They can evoke emotions and stress in our body simply by thinking a thought. I mean, think about that. You don't even need to be going through an experience or doing anything. You can be sitting there on your couch, staring at a blank wall and evoke feelings of fear, anger, and anxiety. You can actually have those physical reactions and you can feel your body tense up with those things simply by just thinking about something. It happens really quickly and is completely involuntary. So when you're not aware that your mind is going down the rabbit hole of horrible thoughts, it can alter everything from the decisions you make, how you feel, how your day goes, how you treat other people, all the things that make up the trajectory and quality of your life. So we often default to quote unquote, what if questions that keep us from taking any action right? Like, what if I don't get a good review at work? What if this person says no to me? What if the plane crashes? What if this person doesn't like me? What if nobody buys my product? Consequently, we never seem to ask what if in both directions, usually only the what ifs of the worst case scenarios. So if you're going to what if the heck out of everything, then you also need to ask answers that elicit positive outcomes. What if this works? What if I succeed? What if I earn that promotion? What if I blew the roof off my quota? So it's important to keep your mind in check and ask yourself these questions. 
Is this likely to happen? Has this ever happened before? What's the worst case scenario and can I handle that? And are these rational thoughts? Most of the time, they are not. Coming to this realization is going to help bring you back down, make you feel a little bit more calm and think clearly. So you want to keep your thoughts in check and challenge them. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If there's one thing I've learned about myself, it's that when I start to get stress, I tend to future trip. My default setting is to start compounding all of my problems and think about how they are going to affect things in the future that have not happened yet, which is why I've used therapy in my past to learn some tools to not live in this headspace. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react a certain way to things until we talk through them. If you've been thinking about using therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get matched with a therapist and switch at any time. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mindset mile today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash mindset mile. Ritual knows it's basically impossible to get all the nutrients you need from your diet 100% of the time. So they made a multivitamin that helps you focus on what's important. I never miss a day of taking my Ritual Essential for Women 18 and over multivitamin. I love knowing I'm taking a supplement that fills key nutrient gaps and supports my foundational health. There are nine key nutrients in the two capsules I take daily, and I love that it's soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. Instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Great news. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com backslash mindset mile to start your subscription. Or if you already have one, you can add the multivitamin essential for women 18 and over to your subscription today. Number four, write it down. I'm a big fan of writing things down, making lists, journaling, brain dumps, all of it. When I start to feel overwhelmed, it's usually when I keep running through all the things I need to do in my head because they just stay there and circulate. It's hard to sift through mental clutter when you are juggling a million things, and not to mention, it is a foolproof way to forget things. There's no wrong or right way or time to do this, but something to consider is writing your to-dos or brain dumps at night. That way, it's all out of your head before you go to sleep. This is going to help you sleep better. It's going to reduce your anxiety at night. And if you are someone who wakes up at night and is often like worrying or thinking about all the things you have to do, writing this down the night before is going to help reduce that. And I also like that it gives you a game plan for the morning before the chaos starts. And if you are someone who wakes up at, let's say, 5 a.m. before the rest of your family. And I say if, because there are seasons where this might work for you and it might not, but there's no need to feel added pressure by thinking waking up two hours before you normally would and missing out on quality sleep because you see that someone 
that's a high performing person online is giving advice saying you need to wake up before the sun and blah, blah, you know, all these things that can feel like added pressure. If this works for you in the season you're in, do it. If it doesn't like me, where I'm up two to three times a night with my son, I'm not going to sacrifice the sleep that I can get in the morning when I need that to be more productive during the day. But if this is you, then that is a good time to journal. It can be as simple as what you're thankful for. Starting your day with gratitude sets your mood. So if you get a chance to jot down three things you're grateful for, maybe it's three things you're looking forward to that day, or just journal your thoughts, that is a perfect mood setter for your day. So like I said, there's no wrong or right time to do any of these things, but If you want to start implementing a routine, those are what I suggest to do when. Number five, stretch. Notice how your body feels when you're stressed or anxious. You might feel your chest getting tight, or you might feel tension in your neck and your shoulders, or your brow might furrow, or you might experience some tension in your jaw. Your body holds stress in your muscles and in your joints, which make it hard to relax if you're unaware of the tension and keep walking around with it all day. I do this several times in my day where I do a body scan and I feel like most of the time I haven't even felt like I was tensing in certain parts of my body until I make a conscious effort to let that muscle group relax. So if you're having a noticeably stressful day or part of your day, take a minute to go from head to toe and check in with your body to release tension. This doesn't need to be a hundred checkpoint list. Just go in quadrants of your body. Maybe you say, okay, how's my face and my head feeling? Release the tension. How are my shoulders, my back, my arms, my legs? Release tension and take a minute to stretch. Roll your neck. Pull your arms over your head and move side to side to get a good side body stretch. Bend down, touch your toes, and stretch that posterior chain. Quick stretching can bring you huge relief. Number six, fuel your body. Nobody does well when they are hangry, let's be honest. I'm not saying eat something every time you feel frustrated, but do ask yourself, when was the last time I ate? You could be getting irritable because your body is running on low fuel. Have a snack and get some brain fuel, like an apple or banana with some nut butter, maybe some crackers and hummus or a protein bar. And friendly reminder, drink a glass of water. Most people spend their days dehydrated. Unless you are drinking a hundred plus ounces of water a day, then this applies to you. Being dehydrated can make you feel tired and your brain won't function optimally. So if you're having a stressful moment, pause, drink some water and fuel your body. And my last tip, take five to 10 minutes to do something decluttering. Now I say five to 10 minutes because the point isn't to go on an entire spring cleaning kick or to avoid your responsibilities and your urgent to do's. But often when we feel overwhelmed or stress, visual clutter acts like a mirror and it will feel like a reflection of the chaos that is happening within your brain and your body. 
So for example, for me, if my kitchen is cluttered or there's a bunch of dishes in the sink, I'll put them in the dishwasher or put the dishes away where they belong. Or every morning after I drop my daughter off at preschool, I take a couple minutes to make our bed and put away any clothes. I cannot handle when the spaces I see most throughout the day are undone or look like a tornado came through. And this can apply anywhere in your life and wherever you are when you feel stressed. So if you're at work and your desk is a mess, take five minutes to organize it and put things the way that aren't being used. If you spend a lot of time in your car, clean out your center console or bring things inside that have been sitting in your backseat forever. Not only does getting rid of visual clutter help reduce mental chaos, but it can be a therapeutic few minutes that distract you from whatever anxiety you're feeling so that when you revisit the situation, you're coming from a more calm place. So those are my tips I have for you today to help you calm down when you're feeling stressed or anxious. And I'm curious, do you already do any of these things or which ones are you going to start implementing? Let me know on Instagram, tag me at Aisha Zaza in your stories so I can see what you're up to. And so that other people can find this episode, please send it to someone that, you know, needs a little bit of help calming down and organizing their life a little bit to perform optimally. I cannot wait to see you next week. And until then make it a great day.